You are now listening to Hooper the Podcast. If this is your first time listening, stay tuned, but if not, you can skip 30 seconds ahead for the start of the pod. Today's episode of our show is brought to you by Hooper Lifestyle and HooperLifestyle.com. Make sure you check out our store for any new apparel, new basketball content. Everything we make is going to be on there, whether it's a video or a new hoodie or anything else, so make sure you check that out. HooperLifestyle.com, spelled H-O-O-P-R-L-I-F-E-S-T-Y-L-E.com. Hooper Lifestyle, designed with Hoopers in mind. You read the title, you saw the thumbnail. Today, we are going over our full NBA predictions for this upcoming season, going all across the league, talking about standings, end-of-season awards, and our eventual NBA champion. Super excited to get into this one. Let's get started. First, we're going to go to the Eastern Conference standings because after all the moves different teams made this offseason, there's so many different ways it could go. We need to go in there, break down, so starting off, I'm going to go through the 10 seeds because there's the playing tournament. So we're going to have to see. It's kind of throwing everybody for a loop because teams that are the 10 seed could make it into the 7 seed or something like that. I'm not exactly sure how it all works, but I know I need to account for at least 10 teams. At number 10, I have the Chicago Bulls. I don't think they make the playoffs, but I think they're good enough for that 10 spot. Drafted Patrick Williams, got some of the same young core. Zach Levine leading them. They're a good team. Still not good enough to make the Eastern Conference. I think they're on their way up. But for right now, they're my 10 seed in the East. Number nine, I have the Indiana Pacers, who this might be a surprise to someone because they're usually a mainstay of the playoffs. I just think with a disgruntled Oladipo, as much as he's saying, I want to be here, this dude was literally telling people on the Knicks, can I come play with y'all? Like, dude, that that's not going to work in Indiana. I just think they've been a six, seven, five, four seed, something like that for however many years now. I just don't think it works. I think Sabonis and Oladipo gets moved. At Turner, something's going to happen. They're going to blow it up. They're, they're not making the playoffs. Number eight, making it into the playoffs after not making it last year, are the Atlanta Hawks. I've made a video about them. They had so many moves. They got some help for Trey, some, especially on the defensive end. They have Bogdanovich as a scorer. Got Rondo, got Gallinari, and improved John Collins. Clint Capella's still there. They drafted on Yeko Okongwu, so they've got so many guys that can help out Trey. And I think they make the playoffs. I think they just have too many guys not to. At number seven, the Toronto Raptors. I don't think there's a way they miss the playoffs. I think they got a little worse, obviously, losing Ibaka. Replacing him with Aaron Baines is good, but definitely not the same kind of player. All in all, they're they're good enough to make the playoffs. They have some good talent. I expect a jump from OG and Obi, but I don't know if it's good enough to do any noise in the playoffs. I think they lose first round as the seventh seed. The sixth seed is the Washington Wizards. That trade for Russell Westbrook is going to be helpful, more helpful than people think, especially because Westbrook's still a great player. As much hate as he gets, he's really going to help out Washington. Put him next to Bradley Beal. Barring any trades or anything, this is a sixth seed team. They got some help around them. They re-signed Bertans to a massively overpaid contract, but he's going to be good next year. They drafted Avdia. They still have Thomas Bryant. They just have a bunch of pieces that can fit together into a team, which is good enough to be a six seed. Still think they lose first round, but 
impressive offseason for Washington, making that John Wall for Westbrook trade. They are in the playoff hunt. At number five, your reigning Eastern Conference champions, the Miami Heat, make it back as a five seed once again. Jimmy Butler and Bam and all them lead them to another five seed. Just think their playoff team, probably not the best regular season team. They're probably going to be banged up again with how short this season is, COVID, all that kind of stuff. But the Miami Heat are good enough to make the playoffs. They could even be higher than the five seed, depending on how the regular season goes, how other teams fall. But I've got them at five for right now. But don't count them out in the playoffs. The four seed, the newly minted Brooklyn Nets with Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, DeAndre Jordan, former Piston Bruce Brown. They got uh, Landry Shamit also, so they they made some moves. They obviously got Kevin Durant fully healthy this season. People are saying he looks absolutely amazing, so I think he's good enough to get them at least a four seed. KD is one of the guys that can really push the Brown in the playoffs, especially in the finals. So the Nets could be amazing, but they also could fall apart. I'm not the biggest Kyrie Irving fan, but I'm also also not the biggest hater, so I think he gets a bad rap for a lot of different things. But he's going to be awesome. He wanted to play with KD. They're going to run it back, at least for this year, and see what their team looks like. But for now, they're my four seed. My three seed is the Boston Celtics. I think Jason Tatum, he made his third-year leap last year. He went from a 17-point-per-game scorer to a 24-point-per-game scorer. Just an awesome, awesome talent. I expect him to make another jump. I think he's one of the league's best players, and he will be for the next 10 years. He's just so awesome. I love Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown, another great player. They lost Gordon Hayward, which I made a video about because I think it's an addition for them. I think it's addition by subtraction. They have a great group of guys. They drafted Aaron Naismith, who can be a spot-up shooter for them. Great young rookie. Not sure about the Pritchard pick, but I don't think he plays. He might have to, though, if Kemba's still hurt. Kemba is a wild card for the Celtics. I think they have the talent to be the three seed. Kemba being hurt, that's probably a move coming. I think Danny Ainge is going to make a blockbuster move some way, somehow, to get another nice young player in there or someone who can take some more ball handling pressure off of Kemba if Kemba has a really long-term knee injury. But for right now, the Celtics are my three seed. The two seed, this is probably going to be a surprise to some people. You've probably kind of figured out who it's going to be. The Philadelphia 76ers. Daryl Morey comes in as the GM and immediately fixes their roster, gets rid of Horford for Danny Green, trades for Seth Curry for Josh Richardson. Those two moves right there, along with drafting Tyrese Maxey, they just completely built a new team around Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. And people want them to trade for Harden. I don't think they will right now. I think they really want to see what their team looks like. Because if it doesn't work this year, then Simmons and Embiid are the problem. These past few years, they haven't had the right players around them. I think they're good enough to go all the way to be a second seed, make some noise in the playoffs. Doc Rivers, an established coach, he's probably the only guy they can really get through to Embiid and Simmons. So they're my pick to be the two seed. The number one seed in the East, easy pick for me, the Milwaukee Bucks. They reloaded this offseason. Probably not as good as they were last year, but if you have Giannis, you're good enough to be the first seed in the East. Expecting another awesome season for him. I just realized that he has increased his scoring average every single season. And he could get to a 30, 31 point per game scorer this season if he does that again. He's just the best player in the league besides LeBron. It's not even close to anybody else. He's so good. Him by himself. They also picked up Drew Holiday. They had the Bogdanovich fiasco, but they reloaded with a bunch of good bench pieces instead of him. 
think they're deeper than most people think. I think Torrey Craig is a better addition for them than most people think. All in all, they're built for the playoffs and the regular season. They're my one seed. Don't have them making the finals, but we'll get to that later. But I think they're the best regular season team in the East. In the West, the Western Conference standings of the 10 seed got the New Orleans Pelicans. Coached by Stan Van Gundy, led by Zion and Brandon Ingram, I think People are talking about a Harden trade. They are the team I think should really put in a bid for Harden. They have the young player in Brandon Ingram. They have all the picks they've picked up from all these different trades they made. The big four-team trade, which brought them in so many different things. They have the best package for Harden. They should make that move. But for right now, if they don't, they're the 10 seed. Just think they got a little worse. I mean, Ingram and Zion are probably better. They could get higher on this list for sure, depending on how good Zion really is and how healthy he is. But for right now, they're my 10 seed. Number 9, I got the Houston Rockets. Yes, I think they missed the playoffs. This comes as a surprise to a lot of people. I think Harden whines and sulks and they just implode. John Wall will be good for them. Christian Wood will be good for them. But the West is a gauntlet and I don't think they're good enough to make it. I have them out of the playoffs. At number 8, I have the Golden State Warriors. We haven't seen Steph carry a team by himself in a long time. And yes, he's not by himself. He has Draymond Green, Kelly Oubre, Andrew Wiggins. But none of those guys are Klay Thompson. I think losing Klay Thompson is a huge loss for them. I think he is probably the most important player on the team besides Steph Curry. His gravity as a shooter and a screener just completely greases their offense. So I just, I don't know. I just don't think they they are any bit close to the team as they were without Klay. Number seven, I have the Utah Jazz. Good spot for them. They're always about a seven seed with Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. I think Mitchell takes another leap, but I don't think he is amazing for them. I don't think he's amazing enough to get them to a top four seed in the conference. I think the West is so stacked that there's just no chance. Something's going to have to happen to one of the contending teams if the Jazz are ever going to make it to that upper echelon with the roster they have currently. I think they're kind of limited with Mitchell and Gobert. That's why they're my seven seed in the West. At the sixth seed, I have the Phoenix Suns. 8-0 in the bubble. Cannot be mistaken. They picked up Chris Paul. Didn't really lose any important pieces. I mean, you were shooting Rubio for Chris Paul. Losing Kelly Oubre when you have a growing Mikael Bridges. I think they really got better. Chris Paul, still at 35. One of the best game managers in the league. A leader for Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton, who I'm expecting to make a huge jump. Ayton could be easily one of the best centers in the league coming up. And the Suns are a team to watch out for for now and for the future. Number five, the Portland Trailblazers had an awesome offseason just by adding Robert Covington and his canter, a few bench pieces. They didn't really draft anybody, but they, they've got a squad that can compete in the West. Lillard comes back even more crazy every year. He is so hungry to win it all. Western Conference Finals appearance a few years back. I think he's really gunning to make it again this year. The West is open at this point. I mean, the Lakers and Clippers and Nuggets and the teams I'm about to mention, they're all pretty good, but the Blazers are always hungry. Lillard is a madman. I'm expecting big things out of him this year. Number four, the Denver Nuggets. I think they took a, a pretty substantial step back. They lost Jeremy Grant. They lost Mason Plumley. They aren't the same team as they were before, and I'm just worried about them long term. Jokic and Murray. The the X factor for the Nuggets on whether they're a four seed or higher is Michael Porter Jr. He is the most untouchable asset in the league. They're expecting big things out of him. They won't trade him for anything or anybody. So he better make that third year leap and become a stud for them. One of the best prospects we've seen in a long time. He's got that kind of Kevin Durant mold of scorer and finisher and he could be an, a great defender if he starts trying on that end. The Nuggets are a wild card team and they could be great. Number three, I have the LA Clippers. I think they're right around where they were before. 
Kawhi, Paul George. I don't think all their locker room issues are settled now that Montrezl Harrell's off the team. I think they've got a lot more to work with. Paul George kind of getting some some shit lately for being not true to his word for, I don't know. They're, they just seem like they have chemistry issues. I don't think having Kawhi and Paul George is the best two players in the league to put together. On paper, they are, but you have to account for the off-the-court stuff, the chemistry, stuff like that. So I'm not sure about the Clippers. I got them as a three-seed. Talent-wise, they're they're probably higher than three-seed, but I don't know. They're not a playoff team. We've seen that before. They didn't really do anything to address that besides Serge Ibaka, who's good enough to help them, but not. they're not a championship contender any more so than they were last year by doing that. At the two-seed, I have the Dallas Mavericks. I made a video about this. You guys loved it. Luka is an MVP candidate for me. When you have a guy like Luka, just like if you have a guy like Kevin Durant, like Giannis, like LeBron, like Anthony Davis, he's in that category of top players in the league. And when he, when you have one of those, you are an NBA championship contender. Luka, good enough by himself to get him to a two-seed. Then you have Chris Dobbs, who hopefully stays healthy. I mean, the two-seed is kind of relying on Chris Stops being healthy. You have the Josh Richardson addition. You have all the moves they made. They drafted Tyrell Terry, who I think is more important than a lot of players in the league right now. All in all, the Mavericks, two seed. I don't think that's far-fetched for them because of how good Luka is. Number one seed, no surprise, LA Lakers. They reloaded Schroeder, Trez Harrell. I mean, they're the Lakers. They have LeBron and Anthony Davis. So when you have those two players, you're good enough to make the finals and win it. In the finals, I have the Lakers playing the Celtics. The Lakers defeat them 4-1. And Anthony Davis wins finals MVP. I think the Lakers are even better than they were last year. They reload. The Celtics make the finals because of an awesome playoffs from Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And they still aren't enough for Davis and LeBron. Let's get to the individual awards. Coach of the year, I've got Frank Vogel of the LA Lakers. I mean, it's not that hard to coach LeBron and AD, but their team's going to have the best record. And that's usually the calling card for who wins that award. I think he's a great defensive coach on a team that needs defensive coaching. They became even better defensively with the moves they made. All in all, I think they have the best record in the 72-game season. And Frank Vogel wins Coach of the Year. Rookie of the Year, I've got Killian Hayes from my Detroit Pistons. I'm so excited to see him play. All the rave reviews I'm hearing, how he's so much more ready for the NBA than most rookies because of his pro experience over in France and in Germany. I just think... Hayes is the guy for Detroit. He's going to have all the opportunity in the world to put up big numbers. He's a starting point guard from day one. He's my pick for rookie of the year, but also I'm going to throw in, I don't usually do this, but if I had to pick someone else, it would be Obi Toppin. Same same category. He's just a guy on a bad team who's going to put up numbers. You saw that with John Morant. Um, it's just it's just the way it goes. And I think Hayes or Toppin, but I'm going to pick Hayes because he's on my Detroit Pistons. Sixth man of the year, I think once again, it's Montrez Harrell of the LA Lakers. I just think he fills a role for them. He is a scorer off the bench. He's got guards that'll get him the ball. He is a decent defender in the regular season, not the playoffs. So I just think with coaching from Frank Vogel, everything gets covered up and he becomes sixth man of the year once again in a better situation for him. The most improved player next year will be Michael Porter Jr. of the Denver Nuggets. The most improved player next year will be Michael Porter Jr. of the Denver Nuggets. I think he is going to be one of the better players in the league, and I think this is his year to make that third-year leap. He is going to take up a lot of the minutes that Jeremy Grant got. He could play three or four 
just an awesome scorer, awesome player. And he's going to be on a team that people watch. He's going to make a case for himself as the most improved player. The defensive player of the year will be Giannis Antetokounmpo. I don't think there's any question there how good of a defender he is. He is the best two-way player in the league now. Now that Kawhi is taking a step back to Giannis. Giannis, just an awesome rim protector, perimeter defender, covers ground like nobody else in the league. It's not even close. He ran away with it this year. He will run away with it again. Giannis, Defensive Player of the Year. And then my MVP, Luka Doncic. I made a video about this. I think he is so good. You can go watch the full video about Luka. It'll be in the card after this video. He has, He's going to make that third-year leap. He's already had a better season at age 20 or 21 than anyone ever has. Who's to say he doesn't make another leap, becomes a better shooter, defender? All the question marks about Luka will be gone. He is an awesome, awesome talent. If he can stay healthy, one of the greatest players of all time. That's tough. That's tough to say for someone who's 20, 21 years old, but he is like that, and we are blessed to be in Luka's presence. He is my pick for the most valuable player. So let me know who you think is going to be the most valuable player, who's going to win all these awards, what are the standings going to look like, who is going to win the NBA Finals. I'm super excited to hear what you guys have to say about that. I just, I like making my predictions. I don't usually ever write them down or put them in a video, but I figured I would this year so I can go back in seven months and look like an absolute fool for what I said. I'm sure everyone in this video is going to get hurt and the team's going to make the playoffs that shouldn't have and all this stuff. I'm sure I'm going to be wrong and you guys are going to tell me about it in the comments. But thank you for watching or listening, however you're consuming this. Really appreciate it, and I'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our podcasts. And also, if you're on Apple, rate and reviewing our podcast helps us out a ton. And also, reach out to us on social media. We're at Hooper Lifestyle. The link to all of that will be in the description for our website. On there, you can find our podcast, our videos, our articles, our apparel. So go look around, see if anything interests you there. And also, go subscribe to our YouTube channel. The video versions of all of these podcasts can be found on there. Stay tuned. We've got a lot more coming. But for now, stay hooping, everybody.